Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Hello all of you little demons, Jules here for WhatCulture.com and you know what time it is, that is right, we're all boarding the hype train as with a new console generation on the horizon, now is the time to salivate all over them luscious graphics and marvel at the processing power being shown off. And is there any better conductor of the hype train than a tech demo? I know that trailers are the flashier of the two, but they are but the ticket inspector when it comes to getting you from A to B, as the tech demo is a chance to see all of that promise in action, and my god can some of them leave us completely bowled over. And yet, what's this up ahead? Has, has the track even been finished? Oh bollocks, it looks like we've fallen for the tall tales spun by these tech demos who ended up being nothing like the final product. We're used to trailers taking liberties, but this, well, this is just taking the piss. Oh well, but this is mine, I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are eight video game tech demos that lied to you. Number 8. PlayStation T-Rex Slash Manta Early adopters of Sony's brave leap into the video game industry were treated to a disc full of eye-catching goodies, just ripe to show off and hopefully convert jealous friends with. Packaged with the PlayStation from 1995 onwards, the prosaically named Demo 1 contained a dozen or so teasers for upcoming hits like Destruction Derby and Wipeout, as well as trailers for Tekken and Ridge Racer. However, alongside these truncated games, the disc also had a couple of curios tucked away, namely Dino and Manta. The former showed off an incredibly detailed Tyrannosaurus Rex stalking a black void, with a camera that could be swung around it via the D-pad. The Manta was much less threatening, depicting a serene underwater scene featuring a multi-polygoned ray swimming amongst a school of fish, but it was still very cool. Now These weren't games, but ultra-optimized, somewhat deceptive demonstrations of the PS1's technical capabilities. In essence, we didn't get anything that looked this good until the very end of the PS1's life cycle, as there's no way that an entire game would work looking like this without also being a slideshow when it came to frame rates. Number 7. Project Reality in the early 90s, the world was enthralled by Silicon Graphics' CGI. Their melting metallic T-1000 in Terminator 2 and utensil-clattering Raptors in Jurassic Park had utterly wowed cinema-goers. So when rumours began circulating that they were working with Nintendo to bring their cutting-edge 3D graphics to home consoles, video game fans could hardly contain their excitement. Now at that point, the astonishing real-time capabilities of Silicon Graphics' Project Reality had been only seen on super high-end PCs, and a lot of people began speculating that converting it to consoles would be impossible. And to be honest, it was. 
Nevertheless, they tried to convince the public that they could. The first glimpse of Project Reality, which would become later known as the Ultra 64 and then finally the Nintendo 64, was of an ocean bed with a couple of hyper-realistic sharks marauding the scene. Now, it looked amazing, but it was later revealed that the demo was being powered by $250,000 SGI Onyx workstations and not the Nintendo 64, which is quite the lie. Number 6. Final Fantasy VI The Interactive CGI Game Ask any Final Fantasy fan what their favourite entry in the franchise is, and 9 times out of 10 they're going to say Final Fantasy VI or VII, and with good measure as around this time Square were absolutely crushing it. In fact, Final Fantasy VI was a towering accomplishment of not just JRPGs, but of gaming as a whole, and yet at one point it was planned to be even more massive. When Nintendo announced that the SNES would be blown out of the water by their next console, Final Fantasy fans were excited at what might be in store for their favourite franchise. Well, thanks to a tech demo at the 1995 SIGGRAPH show in Los Angeles, they got a tantalizing glimpse. Final Fantasy VI, the interactive CGI game, presented three familiar heroes in jaw-dropping 3D, as they took on a series of enemies via a quite novel gesture system, in that drawing a star would summon Bahamut, for example. Composed via the same SGI workstations as Project Reality, the smart assumption was that Square's sample was just a test for the ultra Final Fantasy to come. Which is smart, but actually wrong, because it soon became clear that if Square were to make a truly groundbreaking next-gen console RPG, then the CD-ROM format was non-negotiable, which was a format that Nintendo had rejected for the N64. As a consequence, Final Fantasy 64, as it was later dubbed, remained precisely that, a fantasy. Number 5. Space World 2000 Legend of Zelda At the close of Space World 2001, Nintendo's oddly astronomically themed trade show, a cel-shaded Link turned his head to the camera and flashed a wink, which sent scores of Zelda fans into complete meltdown. Now, time later proved Wind Waker to be an absolute triumph, but for those watching with jaws agape on the convention floor upon its big reveal, it simply wasn't the Zelda they'd wanted. You see, at the same show a year prior, Nintendo had unveiled a mouth-watering tech demo for their positively angular new hardware, the GameCube. Amidst the dazzling showreel was brief footage of a, at the time, hyper-realistic hero of time clashing swords with his arch-nemesis Ganondorf. Although nothing like a confirmation, GameCube Zelda immediately became the new console's most anticipated game. So to go from this to this was a bit of a strange moment. However, did it stop Wind Waker from being a complete joy? Absolutely not. Number 4. PlayStation 3 Final Fantasy VII Remake E3 2005 saw Square Enix play the cruelest of practical jokes on Final Fantasy VII fans, who, even then, a mere eight years after its initial release, yearned with all of their heart and soul for a modern remake of the PS1 classic. To showcase the spangly new PlayStation 3 technology, the company recreated the 1997 RPG's iconic opening sequence in lush real-time, and even added in some additional shots of gloriously rendered cloud swinging a gloriously rendered oversized sword for added droolage. This was two full years before sequel movie Advent Children, with its super-slick CGI renditions of Final Fantasy VII's beloved cast and its unfathomable plot, would astound and confound in equal measure. The fervor for such a high-fidelity Final Fantasy VII promptly hit fever pitch. And yet, it had never happened on the PS3, and as if actively taking the piss, the console was instead home to a trilogy of Final Fantasy XIII games, a set of titles which intentionally echoed the series' most popular title but fell completely short in terms of quality by about a billion miles. 
Quite why the company thought that it would be a good idea to implicitly promise the moon but then only deliver something like Butlins in Minehead is anyone's guess. It was almost quite funny when the actual Final Fantasy VII remake was announced because a lot of people actually didn't believe them. Talk about crying wolf, right? Number 3. Dreamcast's Mr. Irimariji Sega has always played by their own songbook, and no more was their unique, often quite bizarre melody heard than during their Dreamcast swan song. Whereas regular companies would have sold the powerful new hardware on souped-up versions of the most popular mainstream genres of the time, Sega said, nah, bugger that. Instead, they designated a life simulator and a fishy Tamagotchi with the face of a middle-aged salaryman as two of the console's flagship games. Even the console's pre-release hype was typically Sega, as the tech demo showing off the Dreamcast didn't display flashy space scenes or incredible action, but predominantly the gurning face of Sega's then-president, Mr. Irimariji. After bursting out of a still photograph, his face cycled through a variety of graphical effects, and he then had his ears pulled like Super Mario 64 startup and then floated about a city under an alien invasion before finally blasting off into space, and everyone watching this probably felt that they'd taken the worst acid trip ever. Now, it was impressive, but in the same way a dog destroying a bin full of gone-off ham is impressive, and actually told us nothing of the Dreamcast capabilities other than, we don't want this, please. However, apparently Sony quietly took note of this demo because... Number 2. PS2 Facial Animation Real-Time Demonstration For some reason, Sony also subscribed to the lesser-known adage that old men and not sex sell systems, as in March 1999 they released a tech demo showcasing the Emotion Engine. It began with Ridge Racer mascot Raiko Nagase glamorously strutting across a catwalk in the third place before, with a swish of her hair and a link-like wink, it was onto the burning rubber of Gran Turismo, all beauty shots and blazing guitars. So far, so very late 90s video game business. But then things took something of a peculiar diversion, as we were then treated to a highly detailed rendering of an old man's face, which was replicated many times over. And this wasn't some sort of newfangled next-gen grandpa simulator, but instead just designed to show off the intricate and subtle facial movements the Emotion Engine could deliver. However, again, like the PS1, no game could be expected to run at a decent rate when looking like this, and so a ton of people were sold on a very, very strange lie. And number one, the Zelda HD experience. Fool us once, Nintendo, shame on you. Fool us twice, Nintendo, well, shame on you again, you absolute cads. That's right, some 11 years after their Space World bait and switch, Ninty pulled the same devious trick with a dazzling trailer for a potential Wii U Legend of Zelda game in the sort of sparkly HD hitherto unseen in the series. The Zelda HD experience sees an achingly gorgeous Link, accompanied by a pestering but equally pretty fairy breach a temple's inner sanctum only to be faced with an arachnid adversary. It's actually really more of a demonstration of the Wii U's gamepad controller as it is anything else because the fight, well, you can't take part in it. Instead, you can adjust the camera with the touchscreen, which displays information about health and the inventory, and you can also press a button that transfers the action to the handheld display. It's genuinely really cool, but, well, it was nothing like what we actually got. What we did get was Breath of the Wild, which is still one of the best games ever made, but it was launched in parallel to the Switch version of the game, so it wasn't even an exclusive. So in effect, we waited all of that time just for another console to steal the glory. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.